0: Yeah, what's up? It's, I'm going to kick it with the mind. You all know. Yo, can I
1: kick it right here? Here we go. It's, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's,
1: well, it's time to make that change. People of the world today are fading. All of us have our ups and downs. You better think about it or you won't be around.
0: It's, what we need
1: is a little bit of love. Sent by
0: one from heaven up above. Take it It's simple and plain. This ain't no Good game. Morning, you know what I'm morning, saying? Morning, morning. Morning. And it's time. For the latest edition of the Church Information and Open Forum Show with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. <laughs> and as I've said many times before, and I'll say it many times in the future, Reverend Barnett has been a soldier on the battlefield for civil rights, human rights, and social justice for over 40 years. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's another great Saturday in African American history slash heritage month where we're going to celebrate and acknowledge the contributions of African Americans to this great country known as the United States of America. And it's also pledge drive. And we're trying to go across the finish line for our pledge drive that we conduct periodically here at N 89.3 FM, the voice of the people. And so We want you to call in with your tax-deductible donations, help us drive across the finish line, as well as celebrate and acknowledge the contributions of African-Americans to this great country. All right, now, as I asked uh, you, ladies and gentlemen, when African-American history slash heritage month began, Uh, to view several feature films. The first one was 12 Weeks of Slave. The second one was Rosewood. Now, 12 Weeks of Slave gave you a bullseye. I'm in the middle of it. example of what slavery was like in this country before the Civil War. Brutal, inhumane, despicable. The worst institution of man in the history of the world. And then we move to the 1900s, the early 1900s right after World War One. Slavery had been abolished because of the Civil War. But when you looked at the movie Rosewood, you saw how segregation created Economies Both black and white But There was this age old Idiom This excuse that oh This black guy raped This white woman And so we're gonna go through here We're gonna destroy their town Take all their wealth And Kill them as many as we can Because Who's gonna stop us So, this happened not only in Rosewood, Florida, but it happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which was the most famous one. Same story. Black guy says something to the white woman in the elevator. All of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. Uh, Emmett Till. uh, uh, all, All over the world, all over the country, rather. Now, this past week's movie was Eyes on the Prize, which brought you from the early 1900s into the Civil Rights Movement. Now, coincidentally, it was uh, broadcast on KERA for you local listeners. And so you got an opportunity to see, again, the brutality that was inflicted upon the marchers and the people who wanted to get freedom for African Americans and everyone else. Because when the Civil Rights Movement became law, it not only created Rights and opportunities for African Americans It created rights and opportunities for everybody So In this final week Of African American History Month We want you to look at the 1619 Project And uh, I Don't remember the doctor's name Off the top of my head Which I will get for you in a minute As she went all the way back to 1619 and came all the way forward to 2023 and talked about what has happened to African Americans over this 400 and some odd year history of the United States. And she ended with reparations. Dr. Dougherty from Duke University outlined a absolutely doable strategy a procedure to get reparations to the forty million descendants of African American slaves. So we want you to you know follow this educational trip along and so you can be informed. When these people start talking about Critical race theory, woke, and no diversity, equity, inclusion. That's what, uh, these are the things that they try to rebrand, recharacterize, rewrite history using. These are the terminologies. So you're gonna say, no, you look at this movie, this film, this movie, this film, and you'll see that everything that, uh, The civil rights activists, the human rights activists, the social justice activists are saying about the African American experience is correct and accurate. And of course, at 972 647 1893, we want you to call in your tax deductible pledge. Uh, You know, we want to go across the finish line, so folks, do us a favor. Help us out. We need help. We need to keep this show on. Reverend Barnett f- has fought hard to keep this show alive. And this show has a unique perspective because you, the listener, can call in and say what you think. Not just about what uh, the show host's themes are, but what's going on in your neighborhood. Uh, say, for instance, if you live in the Dallas area, did you have a coyote in your neighborhood? Coyote ugly. Remember that picture? You ever heard that picture, Pierre? Coyote <laughs> Did you have an ugly coyote in your in your neighborhood? Uh, how about... Uh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, the bond package. Uh, we were kind of disappointed. We didn't get what we thought we were going to get for affordable housing. That was disappointing. Hmm. What happened with that? Or... Anything else that you feel that you want to let the Metroplex know is going on in your world? Okay, 972-647-1893 is the number. And uh, let's talk a little bit about pledge drives because we want you guys to light these radios up, this, these these phone lines up, rather. Uh, you know, you can donate on Cash App. Uh, dollar sign, capital K N O N radio, dollar sign capital K-N-O-N-R-A-D-I-O and make a quick easy pledge Uh, $25 on up now you know, I'm not in your pocketbook but hey if something happens to you and you can't get you know the mainstream media to talk about it, so you can get some help with it you know you can call the Church Information Open Forum show And you can put it out there yourself at 972 647 1893. Because this is what Reverend Barnett has been trying to work on for the last 40 years. And we need to show that we appreciate what he's done for this community by supporting his show. All right? And uh, you can also do a monthly donation. You can donate. $10 Ten dollars a month on a, you know from your debit card, credit card, checking and savings account. It's not gonna hurt you that much. And that's gonna help us, and it's gonna help you again, because at nine seven two, six four seven, one eight nine three, you can be the voice of the voice of the people. Because that's what this station is about. We talk about things that are happening and how they affect our listeners. All right. Um, let's talk about a couple other things while you guys are kind of rolling over getting a couple, the first couple of swallows of your coffee because I know Saturday morning I've talked to a lot of my friends and they said, man, 7 o'clock in the morning. I said, hey, you know, there are some places that you can't talk on the air about what you want to talk about at any time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you're shut off. So if the mainstream media doesn't come to your house, well, you know, oh well, fix it yourself. But here at The Voice of the People, you can tell the world what's going on and how it's affecting you. Um, Yeah, I was uh, looking at uh, the National Guard yesterday on the news, and it's kind of disturbing, particularly during African-American History slash Heritage Month, that you have these African-Americans who are standing behind the governor, even though he says— He does not want diversity and equity and inclusion. Uh, How can I say? Policies followed with state-funded institutions, yet you're an African-American standing there protecting him. Where is your ethnic self-respect? What would Martin Luther King Jr. say? Uh nobody's forcing you to do that. Why would you do this? You you you, you remember what the uh the Nazi told the uh <laughs> the uh the African American uh bellhop in Dial of Destiny, the Indiana Jones <laughs> movie? He asked him, he says, Did you fight in World War II He says, Yes, I fought. I fought for the one hundred and first infantry, second battalion, yada yada. And the the Nazi looked at him and said, did it get you where you wanted to go? So you gotta remember, these uh, optics don't get used because, you know, on the one hand, you have African Americans standing behind you, protecting you, but on the other hand, you don't support diversity, equity, and inclusion. So, you know, let's uh, What are we doing here? We got to think And don't be manipulated Okay, 972 is the number to call We need some, some pledges calling in, folks Call in and then tell us what you think About what's going on uh, Are you all familiar with the African American Inventors Museum? Since we're talking about African American Heritage Month, and uh, well, you you need to Google that up. The reason I say Google is because I'm from generation where G O spelled go. But uh, you know, some people say, "Oh, that's Google." They said, "Well, I said go. go. Okay, all right. <laughs> you know, so look that up. African Inver- American Inventors Museum, and it's going to show all the things and the different patents that African-Americans have invented over the history of this country that you probably don't even know about. Now, uh, when I get my phone back, or let me see if I can do it here uh, on this laptop. Remember to get it back to Pledge Drive. Let's see if it's working here. Uh, Hold on just a second. Do we have a call up here? Uh, Carol, he's uh, taking a She's picture taking right now. Well, that's great. That's yeah. what we want. That's what we want. Oops. Backspace. Um, just a second, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about the inconvenience. And... Uh, one more word, museum. And let's see what we're, aha, now it's coming. And, uh, I'm trying to find a part where it says some of the things that African Americans have done. But, uh, this cold weather is kind of, hard on the sinuses <laughs> one day I mean we lost 40 degrees from yesterday and I'm still feeling it today but you know such is the uh, such as the the life in Texas but I think it's a lot better than being in New Jersey and we got another call here. Let's see who this is. Let's see if this is a, this is another pledge. We need more yes, pledges. There are. Uh, she's taking some pledges. She's taking yes. some pledges. Yes. That's great. Uh, Bring those pledges in, ladies and gentlemen. We need them. And uh, I'm just having difficulty finding the different things. The African American Invention Museum used to list things like the toilet, the chess, uh, the game of chess, um, the stoplight, uh, blood transfusions uh the uh all these everyday things that um we take for granted were invented by African Americans how about Jack Daniels y'all heard of Jack Dan- you heard of Jack Daniels Pierre <laughs> Jack Daniels was invented by a black guy and and uh, what happened was Jack Daniel, the guy the black guy couldn't get the patent so hey Jack Daniels said I can get it and so uh well but uh but yeah um We've done a lot of stuff in this country. And while Carol is taking pledges, uh, you know, I'm a baseball guy. I need to get this out of the way right quick because I was supposed to go to a baseball game after the show. But according to Mother Nature, you can't play baseball when it's 35 degrees and the wind's blowing 15 miles an hour. It's not going to be too good for the, the players are the spectators, I don't think they're going to have it today. But when I was at practice yesterday at uh, Carter High in particular, I noticed that the field cannot be used to practice because it's got too many weeds. And so, you know, the kids over in the in the urban communities you know the Carters, the South Oak Cliffs, the, the you know, the, the Lincolns the Madisons they deserve you know usable facilities also. You got a field that all you can do is run around on. you can't actually hit the baseball because it's a little piece of grass you don't know which way it's going to bounce. You can't use that. So we want to see, you know, the Dallas Independent School District uh you know do some equity you know send you know try to get their field in order before you know don't wait three four weeks the season starts that started last week and we're going to be right back with more of the most powerful show on the radio church information open forum 89.3 FM on your radio dial or org if you're streaming. Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna
1: kick it with It's
0: right time. Here we go. And we're back with more of the most powerful show on the radio, the Church Information and Open Forum Show with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. Alright, Pierre, you got a caller for me? Yeah, uh, is on the lightning too. Good morning, Eddie. Oh, good morning. Good morning.
1: Very good. Say it loud. I'm
0: cracking, I'm proud. Yes, you're I'm proud of being an African American. That was ab- absolutely. Oh yes. And I want to just leave this. A lot of people don't know about. Can this. you speak a little louder? Good. Can you? Can you hear me now? Yeah. What's going on, Pierre? You know, it's it's. I can't hear him. You you can or you do. I can. Okay. I can. All right, yeah. Pierre. The producer says it's okay. So go ahead, Eddie. oh uh,
1: yes. Uh, I want to leave this for. Those who want to know, there's something called six laws of success in 16 uh, lessons okay. by Napoleon Hill.
0: Okay. Everybody
1: could read that book, but in particular, us melanated people need to read that because it is a guideline straight up, actually, from the Bible and all religious publishing
0: uh-huh.
2: since the beginning of man. But it's law, law, the law of success in 16 lessons.
0: Okay. The Law of Success in 16 Lessons, by who?
1: Napoleon Hill.
0: By Napoleon Hill. The Law of Success in 16 Lessons by Napoleon Hill. Okay? It,
2: the second book was and go Rich, but this first book, it was banned <clears throat> by the rich people
1: at the time, the so-called blue blood. Didn't want the general public to know about this information. Mm. And it is something I tell you, I've used it for years, and it works. mm-hmm uh-huh. All okay. success in sixteen lessons. Okay. NBL.
0: All right. All right. Anything else?
1: And I wanna again just pray for our great reverend.
0: Absolutely. We'll
1: see him well, totally well, and back at his seat at the station. Absolutely so thank you very
0: much. Thank you for your call and comment. That frees up a line. Nine seven two, six four seven, one eight nine three. Do we have anybody else? Is she taking pledges, um, uh Pierre. Uh she's taking pledges and we also have a uh, concerned citizen. Okay. a line Bre- one. Uh go ahead, bring up concerns Con- good morning, concerned citizen. Hey Leon, how you doing? I'm doing. How you doing? Hey
1: man am I I d I'm I'm Stan I thought I'd get in a little earlier okay. uh, to give people some time to kinda have some I, I'm a little confused again, Leon. I've called you two days two two uh weeks in a row to ask about the big part. Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, last week,
1: uh you did did ask um, Miss Arnold about the deck part. Okay. I was was a little confused by her answer.
0: Okay, go ahead. And
1: and maybe you can help me, and I'm sure she's probably listening. Uh, I'd like for her to really expound on that next time she calls in. Mm -hmm. She said that we needed to try to get some funds together to try to get that implemented. I'm a little confused. Okay. Saw, uh, the council person was supposed to do that? Okay. And I'm confused by that because the bonds were already put in place and there was money for that. Mm. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about a new bond. Mm. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm confused is because uh, why are we talking about a new bond and we didn't take care of the last bond? Mm-hmm.
0: So, okay. I mean,
1: I think that kind of confuses our listeners. Mm. Mm-hmm. We, when we vote on something again, all of a sudden we move past that and we start leaning towards something new. Okay. So I thought the council person's job was to go out and, 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 and implement those things. Mm-hmm. Every okay. time I pass by that zoo and I see that big empty lot over there, I mean, I wonder about that. And I noticed that they're trying to build a new deck port. Even for
2: downtown. You mm-hmm.
1: already
0: have one and
1: they trying to get a new one. And we okay. can't even get our started. So I would like for her to really expound on why they're still setting over their dormant and what is she planning to do about that.
0: Okay. Because you're implying that because of the location of it, it's not getting prioritized properly. Is that what you're trying to say?
1: Correct, correct. Okay. And now we're talking about a new bond and I was really disappointed that we didn't get more for housing. I really was disappointed with this one, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know Gets going forward when we ask people to vote on these bonds and things, we gotta we gotta get a victory before we move forward uh, 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 on new new land. Uh-huh. Okay. To the land that we're we're trying to get, you know, we're trying to develop before we move forward. So uh-huh. I'm just a little confused by that. And I'm also want to end by telling you that yes, I do support uh, what's going on down with uh, the border. I uh-huh. support okay. uh, our governor. I really do. I think that it's a. I think that we need to shut down the border. We don't know who's coming in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, okay. I, and I agree with his tactics. I wish that Biden would step up and 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 and, and think this thing through a little better. Mm-hmm. he feels that I, I can't vote for Biden. And he's weak on the border. I'm sorry. I vote for a skeleton before I vote for Biden.
0: Okay. Uh, can I, can I dialogue with you for a second? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> now I. <clears throat> I uh, I agree with your sentiments about the having the border regulated properly, right? Okay. Right. And, and uh, you know you can't have two and a half million people coming across that border in a year's time, and then we're finding out now that those uh, immigrants that jumped on those two cops in New York—they were part of a gang. Right. Okay, so that's, that's telling you that, well, th- the border does need to be uh, more closely and more tightly regulated. The border, the, the, the immigration uh, rates need to be more tightly regulated, okay? Right. But <clears throat> that's saying that. However, you can't say one thing and then turn around and say you don't believe in diversity, equity, and inclusion. Okay, you see what, see what my point is? I, I, support, I support regulating the influx of immigrants across that border. I support that because of you know, the obvious reasons that I've just, we just talked yeah. about. But on the other hand, you can't say you don't support diversity, equity, inclusion, and then you have uh, African Americans standing behind you uh, protecting you and protecting the border. So that's where we kind of diverge on that. We converge at one point, but we diverge on that. Is that does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense.
1: Okay. And I agree with that too, to the fact that also, you know, we got a lot of seniors that have worked all of their lives, they're retired, mm-hmm. and they're trying to take away their pensions, take away social security, but yet we're allowing all these new people to come in. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we're giving them things. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, com- I'm concerned about who our leaders are. Mm-hmm. Our leaders are allowing these people to come in, they're giving them, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't help them, mm-hmm. but I think you should help our people first. Absolutely. Our people need to be helped first, mm-hmm. and then you, you help the other people. So we're right. not being helped, and that's one of the things that I keep talking about, even with this, this thing about uh, 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 that land over there which is uh, the dead
0: part. We got to deal with what we got first and then move forward. Mm -hmm. Now, since you mentioned that, uh, one gentleman during that council meeting this past Wednesday said that they had $165 million still remaining from a previous bond. Now, that brings up even more questions. You see, so what are you going to do with that? 2017 has been a pretty good piece back. What's going on with that money? So... When you bring up these substantive issues, this is the voice of the people, and you are, are doing exactly what the voice of the people are supposed to do. Okay? Thank you, sir. Have a great one. You too. Now, do we have, who do we have next, Pierre? And we have a Charles. Good morning, Charles. I, can you turn him up, here? Uh, he, he's up. Are you there? I think he's on the speaker or something like that. Can't quite hear you, Charles. You gotta speak a little louder. Hey,
1: hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the call on the license,
0: okay? I can just barely hear you, but go ahead. I agree with
1: that last caller. Uh-huh. But I cannot agree with him voting for uh anybody but Biden.
0: You can what now say what now about Biden?
1: How can he not vote for
0: Biden? How can he not vote for Biden? Is that what you said? Yes,
1: sir. Okay,
0: yes. go ahead. Go ahead and finish up. Go ahead. Comp- continue. Okay. Um, now, that's better. We can kind of hear you I now.
1: I don't know if everyone knows about the all of Arlington covered with that family that the police officer shot about two years ago. Uh,
0: now, say that one more time.
1: The officer shot over in Orleans, shot a young man. Okay. In, in that uh, SUV.
0: Stealing, uh, stealing something, right?
1: Yes,
0: sir. Still in the still in yes, the third sir. row. They call it still in the third. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead.
1: And the, the city, the city, that all of them settled with their family for two million dollars.
0: Oh, oh, that's what that was. Okay, yes. I saw that on the news.
1: Yes, sir. They don't. They see the the media don't pump that up. The officer was completely in the wrong. Okay, but let's go back to that last caller. I agree with the young man, but he the border the border is dirty, but do not, do not vote for people like a Trump or like a Abbott because of the border. That's why they pumping the border up. That's why they getting so much media club to the border.
0: Okay. They want that young man
1: there to vote for him. Do not, do not fall for the Okie Do.
0: Don't fall for the Okie stay, okay. stay woke, okay?
1: stay woke. He's falling for the Okie Another thing, you talk about the young man Abbott, uh, Greg Abbott do not him him have the opportunity to go over to that church over there and uh in Dallas
0: that part of town okay
1: and uh before the election okay and, and he, he 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 he's everything against them. and they'll like man in their church
0: right to sit there mm-hmm. for two hours he, he's, 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 he's 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 a he's a, a opposes diversity equity inclusion that's what he does he, but you let him come into awesome your black church
1: a, a, absolutely He's he, he just the opposite of them.
0: right? And that's that's terrifying, right? It's he's antithesis different. of what you're about. Exactly, he's he totally against
1: everything they're about.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. So
1: that's the things that I want to talk about right there. I appreciate
0: it. Okay. Anything else?
1: That's it.
0: All right. Thank you for your call and comment. That frees up a line, 972-647-1893. And remember, it's Pledge Drive, folks. So keep those pledges coming in so you can call in like these previous calls have done and talk about the issues from the way you see it and whatever the other things that you see that we don't see. Because this is the voice of the people. Uh, 89.3 FM, the Church Information Open Forum Show, hosted by your, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr., do we have another caller, Pierre? Yeah, uh, James on uh, line 4. Good morning, James.
1: Good morning, Leon.
0: For some reason, Pierre, I can't hear any of these callers. I don't know what's going on. Uh,
1: can, can, can you
0: hear me now? Uh, yeah, I can hear you, but it seems like it could be louder.
1: Uh, well, <laughs> let me talk a little louder. Uh, I um uh, in in terms of the of the border I do agree we do need to deregulate the border but um what a lot of people don't do is look at the role that US foreign policy played in developing the problem you know
0: uh, let me let me ask you a question before you get before you get moved further could you hear the last caller properly
1: did I could I hear him yes I heard. I heard him. Uh, uh, bits and pieces. Uh, in the
0: last few minutes, uh, uh, the sound has become rather fuzzy. Okay. See, that's what I'm talking about. You, you uh, I'm fuzzy for you. I
1: mean, my my
0: voice is. It's it's it. it's not as strong as it's supposed to be. I put it like that. I'm supposed to be able to hear you just as well as I can basically hear myself. But we're gonna have to fight on through it because we never know what's going on. You know, the forces of uh, how can we say it. Uh, right, <laughs> don't want to see okay. the show succeed because, oh, okay. hey, of the obvious reasons. But go right ahead and and and, and keep keep on going.
1: Okay, well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip from uh, and I hear an echo uh, now, but mm-hmm. at any rate, um, the um, the thing is that uh, the border needs to be fixed and Trump is not gonna fix it uh, now. But going from there to Black History Month. Uh, you talked about Rosewood uh-huh. uh, in, uh, in Florida in uh, 1923, mm-hmm. uh, 1920, I believe. Whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's important to point out that we had a Rosewood right here in Texas, uh, uh, and it's called
0: Slocum. Uh, so right I say it one more time? It's called what? Slocum? Slocum. Slocum, Texas.
1: Texas. Yeah. yeah, it's an incorporated community down there near Palestine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same basic thing happened in Slocum. Only it happened in 1910. Okay. Uh, Rosewood was in the 20s. Okay. Um, and uh, in, in terms, in terms of uh, uh, black history, um, like a lot of people like to talk about how uh, uh, slavery went on over uh, uh, hundreds of years, mm-hmm. but it, it it was a people fought against slavery, mm-hmm. and I like to always remember the slave revolt that took place. Okay. You know that was. Uh, there was a, a slave revolt in uh, Richmond, Virginia, in 1800. Uh, uh, there was one in 1811 in uh, in Louisiana. There was one in uh, in 1822 in uh, in South Carolina. And, of course, the big one that everybody always talks about is one uh, uh, sponsored, supposedly sponsored by Nat Turner
0: mm-hmm. in 1831. Okay. And I
1: think we need to always remember those freedom fighters that never stop fighting that about to the end. Right. Uh, hmm uh, Anyway, thank you very
0: much. Let let me, before you go, I want to uh, uh, mention something else. Uh, When you you talked about uh, these, we talked about these black towns where they created their own economy. Let's say Tulsa was a quintessential example of that. Then you went to Rosewood, then you mentioned Slocum in Texas. Uh, Segregation created these towns. Because I was looking right. at, uh, there was a documentary uh, yes, last night on uh, PBS about Tulsa. And they were saying that segregation created these towns. And these towns created an economy. And the economy was employing black residents, black people. But when desegregation came, African Americans start going to other uh places to spend their money because they were allowed to and this contributed to the demise of these business sections that were African American owned and operated and what ended up happening, it had a deleterious effect on black economics because you would go spend your money with somebody who only, the only reason they tolerated you because you were spending money but they weren't gonna spend any money in your community and they weren't gonna hire you. Because that's what we were talking about last week uh, when we mentioned that uh, the, even though the unemployment rate declined for every ethnic, every category, every demographic, let's see, that would be white males and females, that will be black females, that will be Asian black males and females, that will be Latino males and females. All those demographics, the unemployment rate declined, but African American men, the unemployment rate went up. Yes, sir. And, well, uh, go ahead, right quick, we got a break, so you got one, 20 seconds. Uh,
1: that was not the purpose of the integration. Uh, thank you very much, and
0: bye. <laughs> All right, thank you for your call and comment. That frees up a line 972 647 1893. KNON is the voice of the people, and this is the Church Information Open Forum Show with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett, Sr. Yeah, what's up? I'm going it with the man, y'all know. It's, love, can I kick it right there? Here we go. And we're back with more of the most powerful show on the radio, the Church Information Open Forum Show with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett, Sr. Uh, Do we have another call, Pierre? Yeah, Imani is on line one. Good morning, Imani. Top of the morning to (laughs) you. Imani. Are you there? I hear something. I hear something, but we can't make it out. I think I hear something. What is this? All right, so always so we have a Tony online for. All right, let's bring your money back. Everybody call us back. Good morning, Tony. Good, good
2: morning. Good morning. I'm glad you brought up last week and apartment, but you said just now. Let me turn you up a little bit. I can. All
0: right,
2: now what now? I'm glad you brought up last week and we talked about just now. Okay. Um, well, part is is, first I'll put in the context, when you had, uh, segregation, right? Uh-huh. There still just a class structure in the black community. Okay. You know, whether it's hot, upper class, middle class, or whatever. Well, what is, what, what happened is, yeah, if you wanted to prove the white that they, that mm-hmm. they could uh, mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. or do... On, and they could do what they could do, know, you is? know, and, and, uh, oh, I'm they're, sure okay, whatever. Out Those get cut off earlier? I'm, sure. I'm, I'm of full full Once, I'm think, once uh, uh, that immigration down. happens, they were move anyway with doctors and lawyers. Okay. Not all of them, but a few of them. Because mm-hmm. there's a class culture in there. And and you're right. Part of the unemployment rate that we have right now is because we have black businesses. Right. We have black women's businesses. But they're not scaling or merging to create a, 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 a company that's five, six times the number. Mm-hmm. Most of the businesses created are one owner. Right. And so the problem is we don't try to think. okay, you know what? Let's merge some of this talent and build scale mm-hmm. and start hiring our own. But right. The problem is, like I said, you said it was class structure within the black community, upper, middle class, working, poor. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is, we asking other people to hire our people. Uh-huh. We don't wanna hire our people. And then we're we out here on social media or we out here at these programs all these these, these uh, conventions. But at the end of the day, you are one owner. If you die tomorrow, you are coming to die. Right. <laughs> That's right. Past, <laughs> That's right. In the past, you have mergers. You know what you do? You had a challenge have a challenge let's make this deal and get bigger. And right now, before what, what, what we stuck is, back at is, we have this LLC, these, these other C-Corps and all that stuff. But guess what? We're, we're stuck. We're not scaling at all. And we're so selfish that we think we can do it all by ourselves. And then we go on TV, I'm the first XYZ. And and we might I, I like what you said was this. Back, the reason why part of social success was, that they, they bought in their own. They bought in their own area. Same thing mm-hmm. in, in uh, Rosewood, same thing in North Carolina.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: okay. But the problem with, with you never put in context is, why did the people who had the money leave? Now, we never interview those people to say, well, well, I left because I wanted better schools. I wanted better stuff for my kids. I wanted to prove the white people that we can stay on their field and win. Okay. That's the context we're not having you know, and, and it happens today. We got people moving to the suburbs, you know, to say, hey, you know, I made it. Mm-hmm. Do you know, right now- To no the money east money. side. Uh-uh.
0: With a deluxe apartment in the sky. <laughs> there's
2: more money on the block now than it, it's ever been before. That's why you hear rappers talking about, I the block. Uh, my, uh, Mike F just bought his old neighborhood and fiction. it. Okay. Uh, That's I mean, great. It, it you you know, and and, and uh, uh, Killer Mike do the same
0: thing mm-hmm. in his community.
2: Mm-hmm. The now, company, now let's let's yeah.
0: let's 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 drill 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 into this a little bit. You mentioned some high-profile, extremely successful entertainers, right? And they reinvested in the communities in which they came from, right? Let's say, uh, let's say, let's just go all the way way Let's say Beyonce and Jay Z. They're both over a billion dollars right? They're both billionaires. Combined, let's say. They're combined excuse me, they're combined worth over a billion dollars. Right? Now what if they took 10% you know, the the clergy says you give 10% back to Jesus. What if they took $100 million and invested in the black community? Not, Not the suburban community, the urban community where they came from or or let's say Tyler Perry, or let's say Oprah Winfrey. See these black billionaires could lead by example by taking 10%, $100 million of their billion dollars, Michael Jordan, and investing in an urban community.
2: Mm-hmm. You're right. Uh, the, 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 issue, the issue is this. Who controls them? Oh. Who controls them? Who controls them control their
0: money? Okay. This yeah, is insidious. Well, no. This is surreptitious. It's who controls them? That's, I thought it was their money.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. If, it, if, it, if it's their money, you know, and they know what kind of good they came from, they know their neighborhood needs you telling me you don't have no connection to that neighborhood now? Oh. Oh. Because remember, remember, remember this. They say You have to stay in New York. Right. You know, they used to stay in the hood of New York. We don't live in that hood no more. mm mm-hmm. huh So, 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 so the, the thing, like you're saying, right now, we have a super structure, we have a structure right now. We have a black professional, we have black, uh, insurance company. we have black banks mm-hmm. all we gotta do all we gotta do is ask them hey put a satellite both to right
0: you invest in some okay. of those banks especially and particularly uh, okay. if you don't feel like investing any more than the 250,000 well you don't have to invest any more than 250,000 but you can invest them uh-huh. um, in four black banks that are FDIC insured I- I'm gonna leave you with
2: this Okay, I, I learned this long time ago yeah, black uh, millionaires in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about more than one. Okay. They want you to put their money in the hood. Oh. You know what? Now, now, guess what? If I go get a black bank in New York to come to a bank in Dallas, they're going to stop me. You know why? Because they didn't do it. If I go to North Carolina, the insurance company in Oak Cliff, they're going to stop me. You know why? Because they ain't get no money. They want the white right man on all side of town to spend their money on this guy. rather than them spend their own money in our community. Thank you. Okay.
0: Now frees up the line for call and comment. 972-647-1893. This is pledge drive. Ladies and gentlemen, keep on calling in with your pledges, your tax deductible pledges, and don't forget to ask Carol what kind of what kind of prize do I get for pledging? And uh yeah, because you get pre- prizes for pledging if I can get all that peas out of my mouth. Uh when you call in to KNON, 89.3 FM during our pledge drive. Uh so do we have another call pierre yeah aaron on the line two good morning aaron hey good morning can y'all hear me yes we can
1: okay i kind of wanted to to touch on something a brother talked about a few calls ago talking about the border Mm -hmm. okay and i just i just wanted to say that the legislature tried to put in a bill to fund the border. But the Republicans, because it's an election year, voted against it just to make sure that the Democrats didn't get a win.
0: Can I say that one more time? Repeat that. I want the audience to hear it. Make sure they heard it.
1: That the Republicans killed the bill because it's an election year and they just didn't want the Democrats to get a
0: win. Okay. So so tell me this. Who? Who? who go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: I said, is it really about the border, or is it
0: really about politics? Okay, now, that's, now say that one more time. Is it really about the border,
1: or is it about politics?
0: Okay, so you just uh, told Greg Abbott where he could shove it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, sir. Yes, sir. You, could, you could, as a preacher, could say, you could say you could shove it up your Abbott. <laughs> yeah, <how> Abbott. <laughs>
1: Well, because really because they tried, they're trying to spend some money, and they're blocking the money to secure the border
0: just for political reasons. Right, and, and, and wasn't it a bipartisan piece of legislation, which means both parties supported it?
1: Uh, there were Republicans that supported it.
0: That means it's, it's bipartisan. Won't. That means it's bipartisan. Right?
1: But it's a lot of Republicans that didn't support it just because Trump told them
0: not to. Right. But when the bill initially hit the floor or when it passed the Senate, it was a bipartisan. Yes, sir. And when, when it went to the House, that's when the Republicans blocked it because Trump told yes, them sir. don't give them an election year victory on securing the border. Yes, sir. Okay, so, so ladies and gentlemen, can you see why this show and this station is so important? Because the way the callers get to evolve and develop what they're saying is different from what you get on the mainstream. Because they just report the news; they don't give you much of an analysis. Go ahead and keep 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 talking. Keep talking.
1: Well, okay. Well, I just didn't want uh, the brother earlier to walk away from the conversation without the full picture. Right. Without the full picture. You know, I'm I'm not sure he got half of the story, but I don't think he got the other half. Mm-hmm. That, that Biden and the Democrats are not trying to be weak on the border, but they have some, some other things that they're trying to accomplish as well. And, and that they take it seriously. okay and the and the Republicans are using using it as a as a as a as a, a pawn piece to get what they want, so that that's all I had. I just wanted to to tell the other half of, of what the brother called and said earlier,
0: yeah, okay, well, you know what you did was you 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 brought out an important uh point that you know I didn't say it, you said it, and that's why yeah. we're the voice of the people. And, uh, that's what makes this show and this station so unique. So thank you for your call and comment. Nine, seven, two, six, four, seven, one, eight, nine, three. Keep calling your pledges in. Keep Carol jumping. And, uh, who do we have next, Pierre? All right. Uh, Corey on the line three. Is that Corey? Corey. Yes. Good morning, Corey. Hey, hey, on, uh, on, on, on
1: segregation. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the thing was, the reason that they don't want it is number one, it would it was create like like you said before, like you said a alternate economy. Uh huh. And and number two, like the banks and everything, the reason that they want to be segregated is because one, if you have segregation,
2: like banks like uh, prosperity and all that, and all portfolio loans, uh huh,
1: they don't they don't have to go by uh the house, the house uh, requirements on certain laws when they do the a home. They, they can do whatever they want. Okay, okay. So it's, it's,
0: it's, that's the reason
1: that they, that they were so pro desegregation. because before then, you never heard of that. They wanted you out of their way
2: and whatever they could,
1: you know, whatever they could do, force you to move on your side of town because you didn't want to deal with it. But when the economic side came up and they found out that they would get rich, it was you know this it, it changed how, it changed the outlook on everything mm-hmm. okay. okay the first time first with the bank the school they're able, they're able to control our history they are able to control what our schools and the conditions are but i mean like you were saying earlier like the carter's the lincoln's and all of that mm-hmm. they're mostly mostly black so look at look at the schools when we go out to like uh knock out we look at the condition of that school. that school's totally different well if you go to the latino side of town they got all brand new buildings and over half of those kids the first generation would be the, biggest, the ones that come behind them the first mm-hmm. that were born here okay so i mean it's it, 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 it just it's it just the way that people are looking at the way so you can tell control, it controlling our money boys and we can controlling our own uh, Hmm. okay so, that's just something i want people to think about with that with, with, with the creation of liberia in the 80s, they turned around and took the, uh,
0: started the Civil War. You're saying Liberia, correct? Right. Okay, Even go ahead.
1: Liberia, the Liberia dollar was worth way more than the American dollar. That was the reason for the Civil War over there. And a lot of that reason was the industry was traded between our ancestors that went over there mm-hmm. from America here. And they were trading in the money from the Black banks half the money out of the Black banks over here. Being over there, we had a power. Every ethnicity on this uh, planet has a power based itself. So, uh,
0: mm-hmm. okay. If you
1: look, if you look at the Indians, they got the manufacturing there. They got the Indians where they able to come over there and open their stores, get the products they have off. Being the Chinese, if you go to every every that Amer- every black neighborhood in the best, there's Chinese, Indian or uh, Korean uh, shop shopping. When they got a power base that they get the product from that a lot of their stuff made from. They're selling it to us. We're buying they, like, you know, That's just something to think about. It's what's the key to get that power base from our product. Okay. All right. I just, I just do my people to work.
0: Okay. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right. Thank you for your call and comment. Uh, 972-647-1893 is the number. Uh, We want y'all to keep calling in with your tax-deductible pledges and keep carrying smoking over there. Uh, And we're going to take a a break on the most powerful show on the radio, Church Information Open Forum with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. Right here on KNON 89.3 FM or KNON.org The Voice of the People. I'm going to
1: kick it with line
0: right Here we go. All right, we're back. With the second hour of the most powerful show on the radio, the Church Information Open Forum Show with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. Okay, uh, some of the inventions that black people invented. I'm trying to, Benjamin Banneker designed Washington, D.C., All right, in 1753. Uh, Charles Frederick Page invented the airship in 1906, which preceded the Wright Brothers. Okay, let's go back to here. Uh, Let's see, let's go over here. Uh, Let's go something that's just... uh, Dr. April Erickson was the first woman, African-American woman, to receive a PhD in mechanical engineering. And go back. Uh, she worked at Goddard Splice Center. I'm going to move on from that because that might be a little too technical. We want to get to the stuff that you just take for granted. Uh, let's see this dentist, George Franklin Grant. He, uh, in, in Harvard University's first African-American, go back, this thing moves, uh, first African-American faculty member, and he treated the cleft palate. That's a, look, people know what that is. That's a, that's a jaw problem when you have a cleft palate. He created a device for that. Dr. Miriam Croak, She invented voice over IP, which is when you use your telephone and it's connected to the Internet, not a phone line. Alfred Crail in 1897 invented the ice cream scoop. You know what ice cream scoop is. Uh, Let's see. Andrew Jackson Beard invented the device that couples the train cars together. So when you see those train cars going together down this track, an African American invented the way they hooked together. Dr. Gladys West invented the GPS technology, an African American woman. So uh we we've done uh, quite a few things, let's see. And Megan invented the improved pastry fork. Okay. Uh Charles Harrison, he successfully, he, he, the world's first successful commercial plastic garbage can, invented by an African American. George Edward Alcom, the imaging X ray spectrometer, and those things are used particularly in satellites. Henry Blair, uh, the seed planter. In 1834. Okay. So you guys get an idea of what things African, uh, J.L. Metzger in 1883, a shoe, the shoe lasting machine that created a faster way of making shoes. You know, they used to have to make it by hand. So African Americans have created many of the things that you take for granted in society today. Uh, who do we have oh, waiting on the line? Uh, here Alright, uh, we we have Imani on line one. Imani's back. Imani, let's see if you can come on through this time. You there? He's on. Manny. um mm, We have phone problems. In the meantime, it's still pledge drive, ladies and gentlemen. We need you to call in more of your tax deductible pledges so we can push across the finish line. So you can make sure that you're going to have your platform that you can talk about the issues that you want to talk about and how they are affecting you. And you don't have to wait on Channel 8 or Channel 11 or whatever Channel CNN to talk about things that might affect you. So 972-647-1893 is the number. And remember, we want to keep this thing alive because Reverend Barnett... Spent over 40 years working for civil rights, human rights, and social justice. And we don't want his legacy to just not be appreciated, not be respected, not be uh, preserved. So 972 647 1893 is the number. So we need you guys to call in with your tax deductible pledges. You, You can deduct, you can, excuse me, you can pledge $10 a month or you can do $25. Uh, no amount is too small. No amount is too big because this is the voice of the people and you want to make sure that you have a voice in, uh, in what's going on in the world because you're paying your taxes. I mean, you're, you know, you, you got to go to work. You might want to talk about a traffic problem uh you might want to talk about uh how things affect you as far as well, I can't get a job. Why do I have to go all the way to the other side of town to get a job why do I, if I live in the southern sector, why do I have to go across i thirty and go on up and further and up? Why aren't there any jobs on my side of town uh things that are affecting you. Uh, Why why are they coyotes running around (laughs) In the park In Arlington? And what's going on with that Uh, You know 972-647-1893 is the number We got lines open So we're waiting on you to call And give Carol something to do Because this show is not about the host It's about the callers and when you call in and talk about what you want to talk about, you contribute to the voice of the people. Okay, um, what else is going on here? Let me shuffle some papers here. Sustaining donations. I want to make sure you understand if you can donate $10 a month, That's a great donation. And that will help to keep this show on the air. Now when you donate, you got to make sure you ask Carol, what kind of premiums do I get for donating? Well, donate $30, you get your choice. Or oh, a lens frame. You get your drink koozies. You get your Sunglasses, you get your coffee. Uh, if you donate fifty bucks, like I like to do, you get a, a KNON cap. Or you get a t-shirt. And if you like jewelry, you get the Mardi Gras beads. You know the ladies, they might like them. If you donate 60 bucks, you get a long sleeve t-shirt. 75 bucks. You get a tote bag, 125 bucks, you get a hoodie. and if you donate 500 bucks, you get tickets to all KOM benefit concerts. you get a 30 second public service announcement and you can get two t-shirts. So you know, not only do you get to donate, to the voice of the people, you get stuff back. So, 972 647 1893 is the number. We need you to call in with your tax deductible pledges because we're trying to push over this line. Uh, I think we got a call. Let's see if this is a pledge or if this is a call. But you got to light these lines up for us, folks. It's 8 o'clock now. And see, we, I understand that this is Saturday because a lot of times I tell them about this show. People, excuse me. A lot of times, I tell people about this show. They say Saturday morning, at seven o'clock, and I said, "Well, if the police something happened and you want the police at Saturday morning at seven o'clock, you call the police and you expect the police to show up, right?" Well, we're not the police, but you get a chance to talk to eight million people over the air, and you get a chance to talk to the entire world when you when, when you're streaming. So we're kind of, you know, influential. We're kind of important. We're not as important as the police and the hospital. Of course not. But you want to talk to us and have your situation um, put out there before you have to call the police. Before you have to go to the hospital. Because sometimes it can be prevented. Because you talked about it on the voice of the people. 972-647-1893. Do we have a caller? Yeah, uh, you're on down the Line 1. Yolanda? Yeah. Okay. Good morning, Yolanda. Good morning, everyone.
1: How are you all doing this morning?
0: We're doing. And you're helping us okay. do it.
1: Yes, I received my pledge card yesterday, and I will get it in. But I, I just want to say um, I enjoyed the show. I'm born and raised in Dallas, and I don't want to be rude or disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's unfair that uh, when politicians call in, you know, it's not election time, but I love and have a lot of respect for Miss Ornell. I was on the on the battlefield for her when they went off on her, but right is right. You allow her to come in and talk for thirty minutes and then people complain we can't get through. We hold on the line and I just wanna just talk about the bond. I served on the park board for five years Mm -hmm. and I bust my butt off in district five and at the time it was council member Challenge and now we have council Member there so okay. he's using some of that bond money there's a lot of bond money that's already on the table that has not been used okay and so um even when i was at the park board there was a big deal about the deck park which i think it'd be great for us to have a park down like downtown uh-huh. the next time they let the elected officials come on can you ask them what is the current bond money in 2017, because we bust our butt off. Mm -hmm. Money's still on the table, but they're pushing for a new bond, and then lastly, I want to talk about affordable housing. I'm going to go speak on it. There's no such thing as affordable housing. Affordable is what you can afford. Mm -hmm. The city of Dallas needs to stop leading people on. It is not the city of Dallas responsibility to make sure we have affordable housing. If mm-hmm. you purchase a home, you go to the bank, you cannot afford to live. So we have to stop giving these people these false narratives. Now, you have affordable housing when it comes to hoods and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's why you get Section a, Okay. I want my dollars it's streets Street. I'm quite sure if you live in the suburbs, sector, you know we have the worst infrastructure. We have uh-huh. pipes that have been underground for 99 years. So uh-huh. no people can stop coming to City Hall demanding. If you're a developer, you have every right to develop your home, build your home, and sell it and put it on the market. Uh-huh. The city of Dallas cannot, cannot we give it affordable housing. I'm talking about single family residents. Okay,
0: hold, hold on just a second. I, I want to make sure I'm, wait, the listeners are hearing what you're saying. You're saying the city of Dallas cannot, what, affordable housing?
1: No, when people go down there and say affordable housing mm-hmm. and the city is misleading them because I'm just trying to use layman's terms. Let's say for instance, I know what my income is right now. Mm-hmm. I know what I can't afford. Okay. I possibly can afford I'm gonna say a house between two hundred and three thousand based on my income. You right said two hundred and three
0: hundred thousand. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. But the,
1: but the people coming down now expecting the city to help them with affordable housing. Mm-hmm. If you look at the responsibility of the charter of the city of Dallas, that is not a responsibility. Mm-hmm. Okay to try and make sure, if you cannot afford to live in a certain neighborhood, a certain area, mm-hmm. then it's, I think what the city needs to do, and I'm not being rude, you mm-hmm. need to have more financial literacy classes. People mm-hmm. need to live within their means. It's not redlining if the bank don't give me a, a loan for mm-hmm. a $500,000 home knowing that I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. So okay. we have to stop black and brown, because that's all you hear us. We have to stop with this same old speech. If you cannot afford to live there, mm-hmm. you don't need to live there. Okay. And lastly, homeless. We get, the HUD gave $100 million for the homeless. Mm-hmm. Homeless all over. Mm-hmm. All, when, when are we going to start holding and asking, where is the money? We should see less people on the street than more people on the street. So mm-hmm. these are the things when this bond come up that mm-hmm. people need to start asking these hard questions. Where are our tax dollars of money going? Because it's sure not going to where it needs to go. It's okay. This accountability. But thank you. All right.
0: No, I want you to stay here with, with me for a minute. Okay. okay
2: I'll
0: stay home. All right. Now, I want to address something particularly. You, you mentioned homelessness. Right? hmm Okay. I used to be homeless. All right? Let me give you a little background, a little context. Uh, when I was in Atlanta, there were over 40,000 of us that were homeless. Wow. So... Uh, A lady lived in here. She lived in Garland. She said, why don't you come to Texas, and I'm going to help you get on your feet. Well, she said, Dallas. And I said, Texas? She says, yeah. I said, but they're dragging black people behind trucks in Texas. And I'm sure you're familiar with what I'm talking about, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So so I said, no, I can't go to Texas. No, no, no. They ain't doing us that bad over here. But because of the desperation, uh, <laughs> the level of desperation increased to a certain point that I said, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. I said, it's on I 20. If it don't work, I can hitchhike back. That was when I was a young man. Mm-hmm. So when I got here, uh, I got into the shelter system. I got, uh, I got a permanent supportive housing housing. And now, I am a Ph.D. candidate because I got stable housing. Okay? Wow. Now, when you're talking about the uh, $100 million, I am still connected with Housing Forward is what they call it. They used to call it MDHA, Metro Dallas mm-hmm. Homeless Alliance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Housing Forward got 2,300 people off the streets with their rapid rehousing program over the last year and so. Okay? Can I ask you a
1: question?
0: No, I'm not quite finished. And then you can ask your question. Uh, But the problem with getting homeless people off the streets, even if you give them a legal means of payment, there's what they call payer source discrimination. You come there, you say, I have a voucher from whatever agency. It might be the VA. It could be the Dallas Housing Authority. It could be any other agency that can generate a voucher. Landlords will say we don't take it. And so someone needs to step in and fill in the gap, because the landlords say we can, we're not gonna take your means of payment, even though it's a legal means of payment, means of payment rather. And so it exacerbates the homeless situation. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, now what was your question?
1: Okay, I have a quick... Well, congratulations! I'm so happy to hear that because mm-hmm. it was a young lady. My aunt used to drive door at the time, and you may have heard of this lady. It was an a African American lady. She had a lot of chips and stacks. She was all in the corner, all in North Dallas, and everything. Smart lady just lost a job, fell on her hard luck. Mm-hmm. The first agency, not the four, was the one that you mentioned. MDHA. Uh, yeah, I called and gave her information, connected them. It was so much hoop. I called Ms. Betty Colby before she got on the homeless uh, uh, committee. Oh, my God, it was so much hoop. I wrote an email. It was terrible. That lady still didn't get the help, so I'm glad to hear that. Things have changed Uh as far as, you know, getting the help because there was so much red tape. And then I don't know this to be true. I haven't done my research. Uh But I want to see the data because it was told that some of the people coming off, you know, some of the people who got those vouchers, these are people, and I'm not saying they don't deserve it, who have lost their job. They weren't true homeless people. The numbers is like on the streets, getting them out. So I said I have to do research
0: to see that. But I'm glad... Yeah, that's, that's not the way HUD works. HUD, oh, HUD there's a, there's a uh, what do you call it? Uh, let me think of the word. You have to have documentation that you are homeless. Okay. And okay. until you provide that documentation, either through a shelter, a social service organization, or some, uh, what they call them, uh, access point. You have okay. to have an access point, and they're gonna do an interview. And they're gonna make you, you know, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to qualify. That's the word. So you, you have you to qualify. So you went
1: through the system. You actually went through all the steps, like in the, yes, you Yes, absolutely. Well, they need to, uh, they need to, the city, I, I, I'm going to have to get your name. The city needs to hire you, and you need to be an advocate because taxpayers don't know how it's working. And when they constantly asking for money, and this is the problem, one agency, the same agency can't do it. They need to partner with some of these churches. you got so many good churches in the community, and on every corner, mm-hmm. i good small churches who are working their butt out behind the scenes. But yet, and still, when it comes to giving them some money, nonprofit, profit it's the same people, same people. It's like a monopoly. And I'm going to ask... Uh, uh, okay, you got uh, 30 seconds. ...that you become a spokesperson, because outside looking in, we don't think it's helping anyone. But you have a true, true testimony. And honestly, you give giving more insight on how the program works than half the city council. No, I really honestly don't think... City Council. If you watch them when they talk about homeless and question they ask they don't understand how the program works, and that's the problem. Your okay. council person, you should know. So I hope I can use your name with your permission, because you told your story, because I think it's a great story, and we would love to hear more people of being. And this is the sense of hope, and I can vote for the bird. I have doubt what I was going to do. Okay. But now that I'm talking to somebody who really is benefiting from it, mm-hmm. I,
2: and
1: I would, I, I would love to just like I'm serious. Really okay. To be a spokesperson for the city. All right. And can I hold online and you give me your information? We exchange information because that was an incredible testimony, and I can now say, well, I did talk to one the person who really benefited from it and who have incredible testimony.
0: All right. Thank you for your call and comment. That okay, frees up a okay. line for another caller, 972-647-1893, and you can leave your information with Carol, and I will get back to you. All right, then we have a Sandra on the line, too. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning, Sandra. All
1: well, I wanted to commend Miss <laughs> um, Yolanda, uh, she is uh, certainly an advocate for doing what's right for uh, African-American communities. And uh, one of the things when she says that the city is not responsible for uh, building you an affordable house, she is uh, somewhat correct in that the county is responsible for the indigent, but the county refuses to use... I'm sorry?
0: Go right ahead.
1: They're responsible. They're responsible for the integers, but they refuse. They cannot get the suburbs to agree to use their tax money for the intercity. They seem to think. I, I want that. you to
0: hold on for me uh, till after the break, and, and I've got some more uh, information that you, to address what you're saying. So we're going to be right back with more of the most powerful show on the radio. Church information and in open forum. With your host, Reverend Marion Barnett, Sr. On and 89.3 FM or KNN.org if you are streaming. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with the y'all know. Can <laughs> I
2: <laughs>
1: Here
0: we go. Well,
1: it's time to make that
0: change. Okay, we're back. With more of the most powerful show on the radio. The Church Information Open Forum Show with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett Senior. Now we were with Sandra. Is that correct, Pierre? Yes. All right, Miss Sandra. Now you were saying for the benefit of the listeners, kinda of a brief recap of what you said.
1: Well, basically. You.
0: Catch your breath. Catch it. Drink you some water.
1: Okay, I was concurring with Yolanda Williams Uh when she talked about
0: the city's not responsible for... Oh, that's right. You said the county.
1: No, the county is responsible for the indigent, for the indigent.
0: Mm -hmm. And when you say indigent, uh, for the clarification of what your definition of indigent means.
1: Uh... The definition is indigent is a person who does not have money. They cannot be buried, so they have a indigent cemetery. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they're, uh, they can't get dental care mm-hmm. uh, because they don't have a job, okay. or they're homeless, mm-hmm. and the county is responsible for helping take care of their dental care. And so they give a little bit of money, but not really what they should get considering <clears throat> Uh, the fact that that they do have, you know, uh, money but the county, suburbians do not believe that people come from everywhere and that they come and congregate. Okay, and now
0: what county are you talking about? Dallas County, Denton County, what county?
1: Dallas County. Well all counties Tarrant all counties County, okay. Okay. All
0: counties, so all they counties are they are how can I say it? They are mandated to, by law, by law to uh, provide services for indigent. By, some by your di- some services. Okay. All right. Go ahead.
1: And I just named a few of them. Uh huh. What I called the comment about <clears throat> was that uh, did y'all see the movie Origin by Isabel wickerson
0: mm, I don't recall Origin? looking at that one.
1: Oh, God, you've got to see it. It's the story about uh, how the caste system versus racism, what we see as racism is casteism. And is what ism?
0: What's the last ism? Racism is what?
1: C A S T. Cast
0: system, okay? Yes. Casteism, Okay?
1: okay. And, and, you know, Sarakon and other national leaders talk about this all the time. Uh-huh. That the white man does not want the black man to have
0: power nor dominion. Sure, and he doesn't want us to have e- equality. Right. And okay. and because and and and, power and when we when and, and when we talk about the unemployment rate, you remember we mentioned that earlier.
1: Mhm.
0: So if the African man, American man has the same unemployment rate as the white American man. That's a form of equality.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You see what I'm saying? You you see where I'm going with this?
1: But you can't hardly get it in a capitalistic society, though. It's very difficult to get equality in a capitalistic society. Uh But what I was trying to say was...
0: And why would that be? Um, Beg pardon? Why would that be from your perspective?
1: Well, I'm really trying to comment on the movie The
0: Origin. Oh, okay. Go ahead. This is Black, this
1: is Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And uh, it talked about the, the slave trade or the caste system in India uh-huh. where the darker skin uh, uh, blacks are considered untouchable. And they're made to uh, deal with they're made to get in the sewage and clean out the sewage mm-hmm. with their hands and their bodies, okay it just it was, it was horrible, it was horrible, it was horrible okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um two years ago, I approached the city managers on June nineteenth program because they bought that big flag that flies over city hall. Mm-hmm. They bought it from India
0: oh,
1: okay. So I approached him, you know, trying not to, you know, out a black man. And I said, sir, you cannot do this. I said, that's like, you know, uh, apartheid and and daily slave trade. Let
0: me ask you a question. Did he he know that the flag was purchased from India or did procurement do it? No, he
1: didn't at that level. No, he just, you know, the purchasers, the purchasing department, they look on there and they see who's got a flag. And if it's Mm -hmm. not China, Mm -hmm. then it's India. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So uh, he, he had the flag purchase. So I said, so you might want to take your care of your business because, you know, next year I don't want to see that flag up
0: there again. Now, you got to okay. keep in mind before, before you go on, uh, when you got a $4 billion entity, right, like the city of Dallas, mm-hmm. right, the mm-hmm. city manager manages people that do the other That's things. Right. He, can't, right. he's, he doesn't have the capability to micromanage what this your the street repair on Loop Twelve at such such block? You see what I'm saying? So uh when you made him aware, I'm I'm sure he said that okay, I I'll I'll look into it. Is that is that what happened? Or you tell me? Well
1: well sure well sure that's that's what he said he would look into it. Okay. okay. But now the issue the issue the issue of banning. Buying anything from India mm-hmm. made with the slave trade okay. can be he can recommend to the city council that y'all consider that a policy okay. and the city council votes and says we're not going to buy anything from India okay. especially for Juneteenth
0: alright now let me, me let me ask you a question let me ask you a question were you able to go and speak directly to council concerning this you know the public yes, speaker thing it. Okay, you did. Yeah. All right, okay. No, no,
1: no, no. I stuck with him
0: personally. I didn't want to out him. No, 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 no. This wouldn't be if you went to city council and said the city of Dallas should not purchase something blah, blah, blah for Juneteenth because of XYZ I did it the reasons.
1: Year. I beg your pardon? I did, it the, I did it the next year.
0: Okay, all right.
1: I did it the next year. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was on the city council, and John Ware was the city manager, mm-hmm. you couldn't buy anything that did not have a proportion, that did not have black businesses. They either had to subcontract, they sure. had to do mm-hmm. certain certain uh, things to do with black businesses mm-hmm. so that black people could get some jobs. Right, and, and And white people were, you know, making the money. Mm-hmm. And... You know, we weren't getting jobs. Right. And so he did that, okay? Okay. And uh, then there was Roy Williams and Marvin Crenshaw who did the South Africa. They, they uh, went to South Africa. They visited with, uh, uh,
0: with uh, Nelson Mandela. You got 30 seconds. My lines are lit up.
2: They're they're interested
1: in that, mm-hmm. but I went there the second time and I said, please do not put a flag that was that was made by slaves, and also the 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 the, the replica of it. This was designed by the Indians, and they made it look like a watermelon. Okay, okay. and not that there's anything wrong with the watermelon, but we, a nice, we we did yes 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 we did, but we also. Years ago, designed and now you got 20
0: seconds.
1: (laughs) We designed a flag for Juneteenth. Uh Okay, and so one of the council members said, Well, I like the green one, and so we're going to put that up. And so they did what they wanted to do. Uh Okay, so this year is Black History Month. I'm going to go down to DISD and I'm going to ask them, Please do not purchase. Flag, and I'm going to ask everyone okay. to call in and say, "Do not purchase anything." There you
0: go. get to the Get to the heart of it. You want them. You want the listeners to support you about this flag. All right.
1: Yes. No. No. Anything to buy. Anything from India, much less an Emancipation flag for the United States, of, uh, especially Texas and Juneteenth. Okay? So, do not buy any. Thing from India that was made through
0: slave labor. Okay. All right. Thank you, Thank you very much for your call and comment. That frees up line 972 647 1893 We got our lines filled. We got 23 minutes. So who do we have next, Pierre? Red Ghost on line three. Good morning, Red Ghost. Good morning, Red Ghost. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. All right. Yeah, I want to
2: just take it back off of Yolanda. Your uh, when uh, you have a lot of people calling in that's uh, from
1: the you know, from the city and stuff, doing their proposals and giving that information out now when Reverend Burnett was there he kind of like lined it up for
2: the first part of the, first part of the show
0: so you keep know, Okay, uh on. you gotta slow down a little bit and talk a little louder I, I really couldn't make out did you hear what he said, Pierre? okay, we can't quite hear you my producer says you gotta okay. slow down a little bit and talk louder
1: Okay, I'm sorry. I was just saying I was kicking back off of Miss Yolanda. Okay, about about how the city council people call in mm-hmm. like at the last, like, like at the last minute of the of your show. Mm-hmm. And I know during the, that one time we had them to call in early, so the people can we to what they're what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And we. You stay on the phone, your people that's pledging and trying to get on the line, uh-huh. we on the phone for 30 or 40, I mean, well, a, a long time. Uh-huh. By the time we want to get a chance to say something, uh-huh. you know, it's, it's the whole program is over with. So it uh-huh. would be nice if, if, if Mrs. Uh, anybody that's from the city council can call in at the earliest part of the show, uh-huh. and that way people
2: can tell the to But you
1: do have a great show, you're coming in, and you're doing, you know, a, a great deal for uh, uh, Reverend Barnett. And for on in, and I'm glad that you came in to Dallas to be uh, 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 rejuvenate your life, because you know a lot of people out here in Dallas cannot get what you got
0: uh, as far as the houses and stuff. A lot of the mm, people, I understand your concept. They, <laughs> well,
1: you, you came you came out of you came out of around uh-huh. and came in and did all the paperwork. You found the right books You found the right. Uh, people to help you. Mm-hmm. There's people that are in Dallas that live there. Can I get that information that you got you just have to they have to do more research and it's not available to some of them. Because we was working in a neighborhood called idea neighborhood back in the day. And these people had uh a house, and they had beautiful homes and everything. But the city wanted to update their houses. They got the people just to get seven hundred and fifty dollars which they couldn't even afford. But they got that money to get the pay, get the get the first pay down, payment down. Now on these houses, they got brand new houses now, and they can even pay the light bill because they got everything electric. Everything is electric now in those houses, and so those people, those ugly people, have lost their homes. Some of them lost their homes because everything that they were having, it, 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 it could afford. But now they have a note that's like fifteen to sixteen hundred dollars, then light is and uh, six hundred
2: dollars where it used to be. Uh, so
1: it is a, a it is affordable houses. And with two years to get your, your stepping stones, that would be nice. Cause, uh, like Mrs. Yolanda said, that'd be really nice to figure out how you got your stepping stones and give it to help other homeless people. And like I said, welcome to the family of KNO You're doing a great job, you're doing a beautiful job, and just keep it going
2: for Burn Burnett, and even for yourself. But so you're doing a good job. Uh, All
0: right. Rest,
1: good night, good night, good
0: night. All right. Thank you for your call and comment. 972-647-1893 is the number. This is the most powerful show on the radio, the Church Information Open Forum show with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett Sr. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's, I'm going to kick it with my again. Yo, can I kick it 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 here? Here? It's, here we go.
1: It's, 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 well, it's time.
0: That and we're back for the final segment of the most powerful show on the radio, the Church Information and Open Forum Show, with your host, the Reverend Marion Barnett, Senior. Okay, we're getting closer to the pledge drive goal, folks. Come on, don't run out of breath. Let's go. We're gonna make it. Come on and help us push across to get our goal for this. What is this winter pledge drive up here? Mm-hmm. The yeah. winter pledge drive. Okay. We've got callers. Who do we have here? Councilwoman Arnold. on oh. uh, Councilwoman, are you there? Good morning. Yes, the caller just said they want to talk to you earlier in the show. So uh, I'm assuming you heard that, right? No,
1: sir. Let me tell you where I'm calling today. Because uh-huh. once again, I'm calling because I want this African American history month. I heard hard to back on we want to thank Reverend Barnett again for his service and commitment to this community. I can't underscore enough his service with his commitment by traveling to that radio station in new and old locations so that we could have a platform to hear different views, whether based on data or not. Uh-huh. I want to this morning. I want to make sure during Black History Month, we recognize one of our community partners that has worked with the city. Uh, and it is Greg Ellis, the former Dallas Cowboy who's now hired uh, to be the assistant defensive line coach for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. And the reason I bring Greg Ellis up is because he has uh, during the time that he was not on the field, he has worked diligently really to stay so many people in the Carter High School movie. Right the movement, movement movie the Watch Night movie, and now mm-hmm. he has a move on mental health awareness. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's my I think it's My Dear, and we had a chance to see a, a preview of the movie mm-hmm. uh, when it came down to City Hall, as he normally does, to so help us uh, to be more aware of it, and also so that we can help get the word out. Now, the latest movie, which we can do, which is asking us to do this, to go to the Apple School, I've your app
0: there's an app called getting my help I'm, I'm having problems you you fade in and out is, is are you hearing the pier a little bit. You, you I don't know what's going on with the phone quality call quality but okay can you hear
1: me now I was told it's kind of on your end as well can you hear me talk about no the it's app, not on. okay <laughs>
0: It's not on our... Pierre says, no, it's not on our end. Okay, go ahead, uh, Deputy Mayor Pro-Tem. All
1: right. It, but if you can't hear me, is it a little better now? Yes,
0: it is. Let's see how it goes. All right. So
1: the app that Greg Ellis is rolling out for his movie is called Getting My Help.
0: Getting because, My Help?
1: Getting My Help.
0: Getting My Help, okay?
1: Because we have mental health and mental health is an illness that, uh-huh. patients, that we face in this city and across this country. Mm-hmm. And so the movie will give you a chance to get uh, this kind of recognized perhaps in one scenario that we have on, on the, in the movie that we tend to overlook mm-hmm. in terms of the slightest behavior sometimes that we overlook is in mm-hmm. indicative of a mental health Ill, uh, illness. Uh-huh. I did want to give him a shout out okay. and It's one to by i getting my help. Uh, he will be making uh, another announcement about the walk that he is sponsoring uh, in, in several states on mental health awareness during May, which is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so we're very proud to be a part of this. Uh, Mr. Greg Ellis, and and him. Uh, glad he's going to be back at home working on, on the field. But I do want to make sure he's recognized him an African American 60 month. that he is doing work not only, uh, we are not going to remember him only as a Dallas cowboy, but always also a partner of this city as he addressed many issues in this city. So I commend him for that. And he takes also your uh, service that you've been in for Dr. Reverend Barnett. So we appreciate that so much.
0: Okay. Um, I would like to talk to you, uh, or I'll talk to Mr. Foster, uh, about something. For next Saturday And I'll talk to Mr. Foster And uh, I also wanted to Talk to you about Something Concerning the bond. Even though the horse or Even though the water is under the bridge And the horse is out of the barn Barn rather uh, I was still How can I say it Confused On some of the things that you were saying When it came down to Affordable housing And that component and the reason I'm saying this is because uh one of the callers mentioned that well the city's not responsible and the county is supposed to be this, that, and the other. But when you're trying to get people in housing and the developers, the traditional developers do not give a what can I say a tinker's a tinker's dam is a, is an old phrase that they use because it, you know it, it dates me about people. All they care about is profit. Uh, when you have a situation where you can give a person a voucher, which is a legal means of payment, but these these developers say we don't want you in our projects. That is creating a void that, you know, a generally thinking person would say, well, why wouldn't the city create a fund to build housing that will accept people using legal means of payment? And I was under the impression that that was what the money for housing that was in the bond package. Was for, and the gentleman mentioned that there was $165 million that wasn't spent from the previous bond. So I wanted to, I don't know if you can explain it in a succinct way, but uh, maybe one day, perhaps next week, you can talk about that. Uh, so I just wanted to put that, that bug in your ear, and thank you for talking about Greg Ellis because we had Greg Ellis over South Oak Cliff uh, some years back when they were still in Village Fair, and he has always been connected to the community. So thank you very much.
1: And and let me just say this. He was on the air as well, and I just spoke with him earlier this week and talking to him uh, later today Mm -hmm. uh, on some more projects. But let me just leave you with this, Mr. Leon, Uh for the audience. What what we need to begin to understand, this is with city government. Once again, city government operates on a system, it's a process and procedures, and all decisions that are made are made from a city council elected by the people, there are 15, we must have eight votes minimally on most items to make decisions. So anytime anyone has concerned, particularly their council members, I can't speak for all council members, but what I can say is that we have a website Every council member has a telephone contact number, and there's a way to get the real information and the answers so there's no speculation. Mm-hmm. About the okay. So, once again, call your council member, go online to, to watch us as we handle the city's business, come down in person. We encourage everyone to continue to call in also virtually to address this. So, I just want you all to have an understanding of how business and all business work in terms of a government level. It's all about process and procedures. So have a great day and I hope that uh, we will all continue to pray for the recovery and the return of Reverend Barnett and we thank you so very much Mr. Neal for your service. Every one Saturday. Thank you. You
0: too. That clears up the line for call and comment. Uh, do we have a caller? Or is she taking a pledge, or what? Do we, who do we have next? All right, we have uh, David there. Oh, 94. Good morning, David. Good morning, David. Hello. Hello. You, you, you got the whole world in your hands, David.
1: Okay, every form of government. In the world, is the caste system. Mm-hmm. There's okay. no such thing as a Democrat and Republican and democracy form of government in America. It's the caste system. Mm-hmm. The caste system was started in India. Every government, every country, is a caste system. Mm-hmm. And due to the fact that you black, African Americans don't understand systems, that's why you have so bigger problems as we speak right now. This is not a democracy. You
0: think it's a democracy. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. You said us black African Americans don't understand the system, so slavery and none of that has anything to do with it. Is that what you're saying?
1: I have not seen one black African American that has a doctor's degree, uh-huh. of a summa cum cool laude, magna cum cool laude, or cum cool laude that understands anything about a government system or the Great Seal of the United States of America. You don't even know where it comes from or what these people believe in. When they first set up this government system, May the 1st, 1776, documentation beats all conversations. I got documentation on this and I know what I'm talking about. And okay. I a black African America, which you just came into. existence in 1970 so ain't nobody knows anything about a black African America or called himself that until 1970s, when Nixon said it was all right for you to become a black African America, following Jesse Jackson. And, and okay,
0: well, let me, hold on, Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. <clears throat> Are you familiar with the phrase Italian American?
1: i tell you. Okay,
0: uh, are you for me but have you heard that you've heard that concept, right? You've heard you've heard Greek American. America, what you say? Every that came over here is
1: an America. When you say I'm an American that means that you believe in the American system, customs,
0: holidays, religion, <coughs> gods mean? of America. Well, but where, where where do you get that uh That's fact what from? America. The first
1: American was an Anglo Saxon named John Hancock. He was the first American. The name has made the first seventy, and he had to sign the Declaration of
0: Independence. But but Mr. Hancock was not the only person that signed it. The
1: the of Lord Number One in Pennsylvania, which is the great seal of.
0: The okay, but what is your point, sir? I understand. I understand, You know, what is your point?
1: Is every system is a caste system? Do you know what a caste system?
0: Is? Okay. It's so, what, what, is, no, what is a caste system? A caste system is a
1: class system.
0: Okay, That's, and what's that mean?
1: What does that mean? Yes. That means that you are put in a certain class. You got the
0: aristocratic. Okay. You
1: got, you got the middle class. Okay.
0: They you got the upper class. class, the middle class, and the lower class. Is that what you're saying?
1: You got upper class, lower class, and poor class.
0: Okay, so what, what, what. By you saying this American Americans do
1: not know what what class that you in.
0: They don't know whether they're poor, rich, or in the I middle.
1: Seen, I seen one yet. <laughs> Show me one black African American can explain the Great
0: Seal of the United States of America to me. Okay, I can't explain the Great Seal, I can Google it up. And I could read what it says the seal is, but...
1: Well, what, what, pull it up? You pull it up
0: Okay, there. and then what is the significance of me knowing what the great seal means? That's what I'm trying to get to for the sake, sake of the, the listeners. The
1: United of America, what, 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 what came into existence up under the Scottish Rite Illuminati Masons. Uh-huh.
0: Masons? Okay. Uh-huh. Huh? And... Do you, do you understand what the Masonic Order? Every country is you <sighs> got a Masonic
1: Order... Every, I don't care what country you go to the Mason You go
0: to England Y'all write Mason you go to Okay the- so so having said this How does this affect What people are doing or what they're saying In their situation How does this affect that How do it affect that
1: uh-huh. You don't know what system you are under You don't know Anything about why you treated The way you are treated
0: Okay so you're saying the system is the reason that people, if they're being mistreated, are being mistreated? Is that what you're saying?
1: That's right.
0: Okay. All right.
1: What, what you think, the system is.
0: All right. Now, so how, how, for, for, since you know this is a solution, uh, based. Oh, you sh- ain't got no solution to the system because there ain't nothing you can do about the system. So there's nothing you can do about the system. Because you ain't got no power. Okay. What well, let, that me that 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 let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. The civil rights movement. <clears throat> uh, that was a joke. That was a joke. A joke.
1: You okay. You got no civil rights in America. If you had civil rights, you've been praying and marching for mm-hmm. the last hundred years. Okay. Time, I'm seven, eight years old. Mm-hmm. And I remember when you started praying and marching. Uh huh. And you still at, have that
0: to t- t- at that time, we couldn't vote. Uh, We couldn't. Uh. We we could we had the Civil Rights Act, and then we had the Voting Rights Act. So before that, we didn't have the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act. Is that
1: correct? You ain't had you ain't got no voting rights back now.
0: Okay, we can't. So you saying we can vote or we can't vote? What are you saying? We can't vote. you
1: you you vote. And
0: you don't even
1: understand voting. Okay. Vote for a president of the United States of America. If you don't vote for the electoral college, what?
0: In the electoral. Well, the electoral college doesn't decide every election, because the last election was decided by the popular vote, and the electoral college was aligned with the popular vote. What part of that you don't understand? Okay. Well, I understand the premise of what you're saying, but. for, for the sake of what this program is about, we're trying to enact positive change as well as human rights, civil rights, and social justice.
1: You know me, I'm meatball.
0: Okay, and?
1: That's who you know me as, I ain't
0: Okay. All right, then. Well, uh, thank you for your call and comment. We got to get out of the way for Gene and Bonnie, the workers beat. So we'll see you next week on the most powerful show on the radio, the Church Information Open Forum Show, with your host, Reverend Marion Barnett, Sr.